more dangerous than a Chris Rock joke at the Oscars is the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. <laughs> uh, the, the reference is a little bit dated now since we're a week late in recording this, but still relevant, I think. This is the Final Corner Podcast. My name is Colin, and I'm joined as always by Tom and by Nick. Hello. Hello. Did you enjoy the Oscars or the Grand Prix or anything that happened last weekend? I kind of watched bits of the race, but... <laughs> Well, I guess we need to start with the fact that it was a missile strike during the middle of practice. I got totally forgot about that. It just brings into question why we're we racing in Saudi Arabia. Mm. If there wasn't, yeah. if there weren't enough questions already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that led to, I think, a four-hour driver meeting to about what twelve or one o'clock in the morning local time, whether the race was that going to happen or not. It did, and I actually quite enjoyed it. Mm. I didn't really notice any of the changes I've made to the track. I think I moved a couple of walls, but by and large, it's the same as last year. Yeah, very yeah. minimal, the changes. Yeah, the, the circuit is wider in certain parts, isn't it? But it mm-hmm. wasn't like the turn changed massively the uh, direction the track's going. I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the race. It had, it had a slightly soggy middle, like a not-well-done pizza, but otherwise it was <laughs> Yeah, it kind of, you're right, it did kind of stop in the middle as if the race was over, but then, mm. well, we had Latifi making it exciting to begin, and then we had multiple engine failures all at the one time, which is a bit bizarre. Yeah. It's a very old school formula, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They all went on the same lap as well, which is mad. Yeah, and three different engine suppliers. <laughs> yeah. So, jump straight in it, qualifying. Mm-hmm. Big news at qualifying was Hamilton was 16th, which, what can you say about that? Yeah, on pace as well. Yeah, the, it wasn't very good, it was disastrous, abomination, I don't know, plenty of things you could actually say. <laughs> yeah, absolute disaster and, well, highlights so far Mercedes have got to call back. I feel like he was a bit too cautious over some curbs and maybe uh, there's things... Conversations about the setup not being appropriate, which causes him to yeah. be a bit nervous. Yeah, it does seem that Russell seems to be able to have a better setup at this track. Mm. But yeah, apparently it's a very small window, isn't it, that, that Mercedes works properly in? And if you're not in it exactly, right, he's just really nervous. So his performance is peaky. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That could mean they'll be really nearly one weekend and actually fight for the top. You never know. I, d- mm-hmm. I doubt it, but. They are bringing upgrades this weekend in Melbourne. Who else is, though? That's always the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So they're bringing, I think, an upgraded rear wing and some slight modifications to the four. And I've read that their big four change is going to be Imola. Mm. So it's going to take a while, I think, for Mercedes to get up there. But yeah. 16th. That was just mental. Then, Q2, we had... Big massive crash for uh, Mick Schumacher, which went on for about four corners. Yeah. Humongous, wasn't it? Well, straight into the concrete wall, which decimated the car. Didn't seem to actually uh, slow him down much, I don't think, initially. It's like he's still moving at a fair lick for a while. Yeah. That's the second Haas car that the back end. Yeah, what's the barriers they're using? Like NASCAR and IndyCar and stuff, especially NASCAR, the safer barriers, I think. 
where it's like a sandwich barrier and stuff. I, I, maybe when they're making like this is a new from the ground up street, mm. not street, uh, very <laughs> concrete walls. So therefore, I, I, well, I don't know how to build a circuit right. But yeah, obviously, they always it's put like, the tech pro in front, but they just didn't do it there. Yeah, right. So there was no circuit bar, no tech pro. Bit weird. No. But you you could say it was an odd angle, but that curve on the outside is very vicious. Yeah. And these cars can't handle curves very well. Uh, but I do like to see a curb that can't be taken or is a bit of a risk involved, I have mm -hmm. to say. I just don't think the wall was correctly uh, padded. No, I'm I'm glad you brought up that safer barrier because we're talking about it on Radio 5 Live during qualifying. Oh, right. during, during the red flag, I went out and came back for, <laughs> for when it restarted, basically. Uh, and we're talking about it there. The, the part where they put it at Porsche curves at Le Mans as well. Oh. Um, because they were just like concrete, it's just mad here. We're, we need to do something, and uh, apparently it's it actually really works. Um, so it seems strange that F one hasn't taken that approach. Mm. It definitely, it definitely works in NASCAR, and uh, it's not, it's not infallible, right? But it seems no. to be really uh, an improvement in safety. It just seems weird with a clean sheet design. You don't use something like that. Yeah. It's obvious to say that in hindsight, right? Because they would obviously never thought someone was going to impact there. But no. you should have it anyway, everywhere, really, maybe. I don't know when it's a new circuit. Then that raises the question, what would you do to Monaco? But we're not going down that rabbit hole. You've been Monaco. Would be uh, my recommendation. <laughs> Which it sounds like they might be doing. Uh, oh, yeah. Potentially. There's a bunch of tracks that are basically under threat. Why is the they get more exciting? Hmm. Actually, you mentioned um, Le Mans as well. I would like to say, Jeddah is the fastest street track in the world, apparently. But what about Le Mans? Well, yeah, Le Mans is a street, is a, is a street circuit, I think. I mean, <laughs> it is listed as a street circuit, because parts of it are... That, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Mulsanne Street is, is a main road that's converted during the race, right? Yeah. So, is, so isn't that a street circuit? That's what I would say. So it raises the definition of what a street circuit is, right? Because yeah, just bring back the argument saying, from last year. Oh, you, you call it a street circuit because it's in a compacted city, or it's actually based on the street. Yeah. yeah. Well, street circuit. Well, uh, modern, uh, Melbourne. I get that word. Out. Melbourne would be a street circuit, as yep. would Canada. Oh, a, yeah. yes, of course. I keep forgetting that. It's, it's, a, it's just a, an access road. And, and this mm. one doesn't actually use any streets, right? No, apparently bits of it will, are used as streets or are going to be used as streets, but uh, not yet. Ah, well, mm. anyway, <laughs> anyway, it's all wrong. Yes, yeah, can sorry. we just call it the car park circuit? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it was a nasty one for Mick, though, wasn't it? Yeah, over a million dollar of damage, apparently, uh, which ruled them out of the race on Sunday because they didn't basically if they crashed again, they wouldn't have any spares for. Mm. Australia this weekend. We should say that it was perfectly fine, but there was a big red flag for ages because of the faulty might not be and the medical procedures and stuff. But I could be wrong here, but wasn't one of the things why there was a lot of that uh, uh, involved? Because as soon as it hit the wall, it killed all the electronics, so the team had no radio contact. Mm. You normally, there's like a, there's normally a, a, oh, are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. And then obviously it's not a red flag, it could. Debris and uh, the yeah. wall fixing and stuff, but there was obviously a big medical presence there, and I think it was because they couldn't contact him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. I didn't realise that, but yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. During the red flag, Gunther had an interview and he said, oh, Mick's fine, but we just couldn't contact him and he's not to check over for precautions mm-hmm. like they would anywhere. Yep, glad oh, he's fine. Oh, but... Also, sorry, during the red flag, there was a bit where they tried picking up the car with the digger. Yeah, the bike sit back in, fell off again. <laughs> yeah. Has have got a problem with the rear ends. Um, but also, I don't understand, like, in that shot, there's one guy going, yeah, don't, don't, it's falling apart. And everyone going to the, to the driver and going, yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not knocking the marks because I, I wouldn't know what to do either. But then later on, they had a flat load of money, and that obviously in hindsight would have been yeah. a better solution to start with. Apparently, the way it deformed, though, is a new thing with his new rules that was purposely done. Yes. Um, well, obviously, the Rojo incident wasn't... Yes, apparently <laughs> the way that fell apart there was a, is, a, is a design feature. Yeah, and they are, what was it, they said something like 15% stronger or something this year. Very good. Make this yeah, fine. Excellent, yes, exactly. <laughs> Big miss opportunity, though, considering Magnussen was in Q3 again. Yeah. As was Bottas, neither McLaren made it. Uh, Alonso and Ocon made it. Russell could only manage six, and Sergio Perez took the first pole of his career. Two and a half tens ahead of Max. Mm-hmm. It wasn't ahead at the first first one, was it? And then he smashed it in the second one. Yeah, mm. super job. Well done, Checo. Best best lap <laughs> of his career, that. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, I'm sure nothing bad will happen in a race to spoil your weekend. <clears throat> yes. Anyway, Nicholas Latifi enters the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, okay, race. Unless you've got any more in between qualifying. No. Nope. Race. Uh, Sonoda didn't even make the start. He didn't even qualify either, right? Uh, ooh, no, that's a question. I think, I think he couldn't qualify and then he couldn't do the race, which is a bad weekend for that vehicle on, on technical drums. Hmm. You think? That's three Honda engines already. Yeah. Two races in. Which is going to be a worry. Oh. Although I think Alonso's going to be on his third engine this weekend already as well. Oh, yeah. So I think a lot of them are having problems. Which is strange because the engine hasn't fundamentally changed this year. It's a different fuel, but I don't think there's really much else different. Maybe it's how it's packaged, how it's been cooled. Yeah, cooling's different. very different, I think. Well, I, I like to see unreliability, so I'm all for it. Bring up on the engine penalties. Yep. Mm. So, race start. Perez kept the lead. Uh, Joe had a really bad start. Trans neutral or something, weird. Yeah, apparently the same thing happened last week. Mm. Or two weeks ago, three weeks ago. In Bahrain. So... Yeah, disaster for him. Gasly pulled out a great move of Magnussen around outside of turn eight, which was I think very brave. And then we got our early race entertainment from both the Alpines. <laughs> which uh, got a bit tasty. It did. Uh I immediately thought that oh Tom will think this is just for the sponsors, but then it gradually got a bit tasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or tried to overtake Ocon and it turned one and then it got really defensive. Um which I think peed off. Fernando, and it was a great fight for five, yeah. six, seven laps. It was great to see. Yeah, I bet someone in Alpine is telling up now. Come on, we should have called that earlier. But it is yeah. early in the year, early in the race, and so I'm very glad that we didn't. 
some people they nearly ended up in a wall a couple of times. Mm. But what they also did was let Russell get away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Bottas and Magnussen closing. Mm-hmm. So massively compromised the race, but to the benefit of everybody watching. What I worry is someone goes, no, that was stupid compromising. They have like two more than the next races, but that's not not. Yeah, well, Otmar does have history with that, doesn't he, from the Racing Point days of uh, just saying there's no competition between teammates allowed. With Ocon? Yes, <laughs> in a pink car. In a pink yeah. car, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right, they're going back to blue this weekend. Ah, good. Um, I'll be fine again. Oh, do I think? I don't know, they both look terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, awful. Yeah, Ocon's got to watch himself because <laughs> he's mm. got a reputation and... Uh, you'd think Fernando's probably still got the power in that team to just well, let's put a stop to this. Yeah, Ocon is clearly clearly doing it to show that he can fight Alonso, which is the right mentality, I think. Otherwise, you get quashed for the rest of your career. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Oh, Alonso was quite aggressive when he actually got the move done as well. Mm. Like he was, he was basically giving Ocon the decision: you're going in the wall here. It's up to you. Which, which is nice. Uh, then the race kind of died a bit. I think Hamilton was kind of making sole progress at this point. Yeah, I think he did. He get up to seventh or something. I liked it. It was pulling off some overtakes. Mm. There's clearly later pace in that car that just wasn't maximising qualifying. For whatever. Good battle with Magnussen, but Magnussen managed to take him back again. I remember, yeah. which is just crazy. Seeing a Haas yeah. taking a Mercedes. It's like, what has happened this year? It also highlights the general theme, I think, so far is that there is, you, you, the cars are close enough, but the DRS and the aerodynamics are set up in a way where you can fight back. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like in the old rules, once a move was made, yeah, that was it. That was, that was kind of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Which is brilliant, because yeah. then Magnussen could fight back and held on, didn't he, for a bit? Oh, forever. It's been a theme of the last two races, isn't it? That um, mm. just because you're overtaken doesn't mean you're out of it. Yep. And it's good and to see. That is fantastic. Yep, more of that. Then a uh, friend Latifi sticks it in the wall, <laughs> coming at the final corner. Just, I don't know. <laughs> it was so weird. It was. He didn't know what happened, but it just looked like he slammed his foot down and lost the rear. Yeah, it just looked like he lost it and then really overcorrected it. Yes, definitely. A lot of overcorrections. Mm. Uh, he was saying in the interview afterwards that the car seems a bit unstable and they don't know why. However, he's put it in the wall twice and that one didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did notice over the over the weekend that there was quite a spotlight on Latifi uh, on social media and I just kind of thought that, you know... Uh, yeah. The Russian's gone. I've forgotten his name already. Mazepin's gone. <laughs> kind of the tension's kind of turned to you now and your mistakes. Mm. So that's a good point. Also, He's I think next in line for that, isn't he? Yeah, and I, I also think that in his former career, Albon was not at the front front of the pack. People would report he was a bit. Oh, you know, he's a good enough for this drive or not. He, but all he can do with the equipment like this is beat your teammate. So far, he's yeah, he's beating the TP straight away. People thought he'd have to get back up to speed, right? But yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's showing up with TV a little bit. It might even be like still rusty, and might even progress even further. So it's a worry for the TV, I think. 
well, they were teammates in F2, and um, Albon was definitely the better of that pair. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. But if he qualifies last every round, that'll be lucky. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So just before Latifi stuck it in the wall, uh, Ferrari dummy to pit stop, and Perez came in from the lead. I love that. I and... love a bit of tactics like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure it's allowed, but. Um... Well, they did it in, yes. yeah. Nobody ever gets punished for no. it. So, um, so Perez pitted for the lead, and then Latifi sticks in the wall, which brings out the safety car. Um, that means that Leclerc, Verstappen, and almost signs gets past him, but uh, it was it was the safety car line on the exit of the pit lane. Signs had his nose ahead, so he ended up having to concede that as well and end up fourth. I just just felt so sorry for Perez. Yeah. I remember when I watched it live, I thought, well, no, Perez was in front. But when you actually mm. see where the line is across the track, it definitely was science that was in front. Yeah, I was thinking, oh, is it the end of the pit lane line? Yeah, same. But it's not, it's this uh, horizontal line that goes across two feet before me. Mm-hmm. I felt sorry for Perez because he'd done nothing wrong. At the yeah. same time, this highlighted this whole new thing where it's up to the team and the driver to do the right thing and give a position back. And obviously they pushed that to the limit by not doing that until the last possible second, I thought. Basically, it corrected it, Perez's uh, staying in position protected Verstappen, didn't it? It did, but at the same time, I don't think that the teams can make the decision to swap the cars around under a safety car. Good point. Right, so it couldn't be just to do with that. Because he did let him pass pretty much on the restart. It was... Yeah, it does, yeah. After the first Coming two out of turn two, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was unfortunate for Sainz. Well, Perez sort of eased him wide there as well. I suppose he wouldn't know from his viewpoint who was ahead or not. But no. I, I wanted Sainz to be in third there for the restart. Like you said, he might have a good point. He might not be able to do it. Because I wanted a three-way Sainz to the Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, the, the safety car messed up the people who were on the hard tyre at the start and going long. Mm. So, Hulkenberg, Hamilton, and Magnussen. Hamilton saved out to his, well, eventual pain. I'm not sure what Hulkenberg did. I think uh, he was just at the back. Oh, I've got, yeah, I've got confused. I do apologise. It wasn't the that safety car that did it. was when the cars broke down. The well, I think it hurt them as well, because they lost oh, okay. advantage over the softeners. Uh, but... I, I forgot my own stupidity that they changed the rule from qualifying to... Yeah, start tire. You can uh, start on anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. And new sets. Yeah, which I don't. I kind of feel it's taking someone away a little bit. But me too, because eleventh to twelve, qualifying eleventh to twelfth, you had like a little, not boost, but it was it. it, it, There was potential intrigue in the race that's been taken away. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Then. don't really know much else happening. I think there's a couple of midfield fights. Mm. Not really know. Then Bottas pitted a couple of times and retired. Alonso lost power and then Ricardo lost power all on the same lap. Yeah. So Alonso basically trundled around the full lap, which I thought was so dangerous. Yeah, I thought that as well. I was so surprised that the team didn't tell me to pull over immediately because a car trundling around at 40 miles an hour around these blind corners is just asking for trouble. They're not exactly going to fit it, fix it in pit lane, are they? No. no. But were they thinking stop? if he stopped and caused a safety car, would it affect Ocon's strategy, maybe? Mm. 
Maybe, but... Yeah, I don't think it would have been. Just, no. Just pure, pure safety, that's even mad. And then Ricardo lost his, managed to make it to the end of the pit lane, which kind of blocked the edge. Alonso managed yeah. to stop halfway down the pit lane entry. And, well, yeah, Bottas was in the pits. So, Hamilton came around the final corner, was told to pit, but he got confused mm. um, because the car's parked there and he didn't come in, which ended up ruining yeah. his race. It was still weird how the pit lane was open at that point when Ricardo's in the entrance. Well, Ricardo wasn't yeah. in the pit lane as such. He was right at the no, start was of it, wasn't he? A line. He was over the line. Now that raises the bit, can you cross the line to the pits? Which obviously Max was very annoyed with Leclerc crossing through the race several <laughs> yes. times. And judging by the lack of action on that, he probably could have driven over it. Well, uh, Magnussen pitted before the safety car came out, so he yeah. obviously cut the line and got away. Yeah, with it. and Hulkenberg. Yep. Yeah, and then it was closed it's shortly after that. But it's all for the FIA, mm. though. I think it was because they pitted when Ricardo was there, who was only partially blocking it, and then once Alonso trundled mm. in front of him and stopped, oh, that's yeah, when they closed it. It was intriguing that it was three different engine manufacturers all retired on the same lap with three completely different problems. More of that, please. Uh, with the, I was going to say the Renault, the Alpine. Is that is that more of that or more on that? <laughs> yeah, more of that. Right. <laughs> it sounded like you're demanding more. He did a bit. Uh, yeah, come on, Nick. But yeah, <laughs> the Alpine's was interesting because the water pump died, and yeah. then apparently disintegrated itself and fell into the engine, which Ooh, is yeah. why that engine's useless. Bottas had a cooling problem that his engine kept overheating, so they retired the car right. to save the engine when he was fighting for sixth. And Ricardo's they haven't actually said why, but he said he thought it was a drive shaft, but he didn't know. Oh, so they might be saved from the unit allocation. Mm. Yeah, all on one lap. just was really weird. And then I thought Hamilton was reporting a problem with his car at that point, but I think he was actually saying about Ricardo's car. Because he said car slowing down. Oh, right, yeah. That could be Alonso. Mm. Yeah, that's that for me. So, safety car. Bunch to feel back up because the racer can you die at that point. Uh, the restart. Is it, oh, is it a full safety car or a virtual safety car? There was a VSC at one point. I can't remember if it went full safety or not. Oh, it doesn't matter. That's fine. I feel like when the cars broke down, it was virtual safety car. It was, but I think it changed to a, a main one. Did it? I think. I'm sorry. Right. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Colin. Could you edit that bit out, please? That'd be great. Thanks. I can. You may be right. I can't remember. I can't remember. But the race looked dead. But then after the safety car, Max started closing up on Leclerc. And then started the DRS games. Max tried to overtake Leclerc in the final corner. Charles deliberately breaking early so he'd get the DRS. So he could take Max back into turn one. And then there was a completely ludicrous situation where they both slammed on the brakes and locked up so they would cross the line first. Yeah. It's just like so stupid. Um, but the DRS is really powerful. Especially for... Um, Ferraris who need it because mm. the Red Bull's quicker on a straight line. It's also just a bad activation point, though, right? Yeah. Oh, is it good? I felt last year we said it was a good because it provided some spice. Oh, that might be an us. But having it in a breaking point for a slow corner after a big straight mm. is asking for trouble. Yeah. I, like, I don't know why it's not like when they're going flat out before the braking zone. There's less chance of. Or just put it on the exit of the corner. 
yeah, actually, that's the best place for it. Though. I don't see why it's on the entrance to a corner when it can be like this. If it's on the exit, the car that is behind, the car that would need it, will be the one that gets it. Yeah, true. When when they had that big lockup, both of them, I thought Max had thrown it away. Mm. I thought, oh, he had an extra big lockup, thought damaged tyres, and then he like was slow to react and wheel spun and slid. Mm. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because the Red Bulls just so like to me, my impression is the Ferrari is quicker over a lap, the Red Bull is slightly slower over a lap, but if you're within striking distance down the straight, mm. it doesn't matter. Like that's a better race car to have to be quicker in the straight line because you get track position then. It's so mm. weird to be talking about Red Bull having the best straight line speed. Mm. It's such a reverse because Leclerc was pulling away in sector one, where I think he was using a lot of his tyres, mm. and then Max just closed up through the, the two fast sections. It was Fain exciting. Had, I he, <laughs> yeah, I think he eventually got him in the final corner, but he hung back on his bone breaking, yeah. so you get the DRS as well. But I feel like Charles would have got him, I think, on the penultimate lap. Mm-hmm. He was right behind him coming to the final corner. But then um, Albon hit <laughs> Stroll. Yeah. And the turn one was disabled to DRS, so he didn't get the chance. Yeah. But I, I thought it was close enough that he would have probably got him in the turn one in that lap. I'm worried they kept him on the last lap or not. I don't know. But it was definitely that was his only chance to get it. I'm with you there. Yeah. But it, even with the DRS, the front wasn't closing at any. You know, when you compare it to the Red Bull with DRS. Hmm. Like, the difference in speed is dramatic mm. in the favour of the Red Bull. Yeah, I don't, so, know, I don't know how much of it is engine power or if it's their setup as well. I think it's a bit. Of, I think it's setup. I think it's mm. engine, but I think it's the aerodynamic design that they've got is maybe mm. maybe more suited uh, to straight line speed this year. But it means, like I say, that it, they don't necessarily have to be quicker than Ferrari. As long as they're in striking distance, they can then race. It's mm. hard to defend against straight line speed. And yeah. then it's hard for Leclerc to fight back, even if his car's quicker, because it's quicker in the wrong parts of the circuit. But you want cars with differential abilities, different abilities, different areas. So it bodes well to the year ahead. Although part of me thinks so many tracks in Formula One were artificially designed with long straights into hairpins, just to try and generate overtaking. That's going to play into Red Bull's favour in the race. I'm a little bit puzzled by the Mercedes this year, because all the all the Mercedes powered cars are slow on a straight line you try, you'd wonder if they all made a similar aero and setup mistake or is there actually a problem with that engine this year that they've not had before well the FIA have just actually said that they have parity for the engines hmm. so that the engine freeze is now in effect so all the engines cannot be changed till 2026 and that they're happy that they are all comparable in speed hmm Wonder why all the Mercedes cars then are struggling. Yeah. They may be all just well, if you think about it actually, McLaren have made a mess of their car. Aston Martin have made a mess of their car, Williams have made a mess of their That's car. That's true. And Mercedes have got challenges, so it, the problem may actually not be the engine, it may just be their overall car is struggling. It could well be. So they've they've all got the similar issues because they've all made a mess of their aero. Rather than their engine. Mm. But I the red never know. No. What did you think of the Stroll and Albon crash? Uh, a little bit of 50-50. But what was the result of that? Did anyone see? Because it was to be investigated. Albon got a penalty. Uh, Albon's was... got a grid penalty. Yeah. Um, I didn't agree with that grid penalty. Uh, he went in very hot and Stroll gave him no room. So yeah. 
I don't know. It cancelled each other out, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, the there was an interesting compilation of Lance Stroll crashes <laughs> that someone made after it. And there was one that was in my head that it just... It, 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 remember the Max one that they had in Portimao during practice? Yeah. Oh, Max yeah. was alongside him and he just turned in. He didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Someone put a compilation together and basically that is the standard Lance Stroll crash. Yeah. So the thing it seems to be is he's not aware of what's going on around him and when he's got a car close behind him he doesn't defend he just takes his normal racing line mm. which in the case of Albon and some other ones that he had kind of sucks the driver in behind him going for a dive because it looks like the guy's not trying to defend it yeah right and the but, rules say that clearly the attacker is at fault yeah in most yeah. cases apart from Paul yeah. I'll go but very Antenna-like, I might say. That's the only part of Stroll that's like antenna. <laughs> the uh, it 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 just seems like a general lack of awareness from Stroll, mm. but it seems to be his style. But it just doesn't. He obviously thinks they're far enough behind where they're not going to go for it, and I'm going to hit that apex. Come what may, and he goes for the apex, and the guy's there because he's like he goes to right to the outside to take his normal line. He never like other. Yeah. Drivers yeah. kind of hangs towards the middle to kind of indicate they're half defending. Stroll doesn't do that, and Albon just wiped them out. Didn't we? Really, don't think it cost him anything, did it? I don't remember Ireland being in the points at that point. Uh, it didn't, didn't no, cost Stroll, but it did cost. Well, yeah, it didn't cost Albon, but he did sort of retire, didn't he? But he still was classified. Mm. They were out yeah, the points because Hamilton overtook them mm-hmm. a few laps before. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, do you get a point for that then? What? <laughs> uh, I think he was only joking with that, you know. I yeah, think it was just frustrating. Right. Like, people taking it literally and like, come on, he, he knows. Oh, yeah. But if you take it out of context it. and you just have it written down, it sounds very ironic. <laughs> yeah. It was a race with how many retirements? Well, two do not starts. Yeah. Which I can't remember the last time that mm-hmm. happened. The last ones I can remember is like two years in a row, I think Sainz missed Spa for McLaren. Yeah. Um, But I can't remember a race where two people didn't start in a long time. It's not the days of Pod (laughs) And then we had five DNFs. And Lance Stroll was the only one that was a lap down there. Mm. Yeah, Altman technically retired, but he didn't. Yeah, because he was classified, yeah. yeah. So yeah, all those cars that didn't finish the race or didn't didn't see the finish line, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Um, and Hamilton still only got tenth. I know the safety car true. ruined things a bit more. It is because I, I feel like without the safety car, that would have been fifth rather easily. I'd have said sixth because oh, okay. I think Russell was far <laughs> enough ahead. I think that he wouldn't have even contemplated swapping them around. Oh, yeah, sorry, that's bad maths, isn't it? Russell Williams did, you're right. Hmm. What I mean was, the one position behind Russell. Which is a good recovery, but then it was it was scuppered. Hmm. Hmm. Still not a win, though, is it? Doesn't matter, really. <laughs> it's a good win for Max. We've cut to the fastest mm-hmm. lap, but I, I thought it was interesting after the first safety car that there was basically a split in the top two teams again. Signs of Perez couldn't match. Yeah. Well, they're lead drivers, basically. Mm. 
Which I'm more surprised about Sainz and Perez, but the way he was talking after us, he knows where they're struggling with the car for him mm-hmm. and they're going to get there. But I just felt so bad for Checo. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely should have been his race, but the good thing is it's not like he's missed out on his first win. He's already had that. So I'm mm. sure he'll get other opportunities this year. But Alpine are back, six for Ocon. Mm. Uh, we would probably be in six and seven if Alonso hadn't retired. Yeah. Norris got seven, which was not deserved on pace at all. No, that was because of the safety car in reverse, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Largely. Yeah. Although McLaren were more on pace relatively this, this weekend to be in that position. Yeah. What, that makes sense. Yeah. What Norris said is that they didn't do anything in the car. It's just their big problem is they're absolutely awful on low-speed corners mm. and they're not great in medium speed. So this is all pretty much fast, apart from the last corner and the first corner. Mm. So they were they were, they were deceptively further up the grid. But if he basically said, we'll be back to where we were in Bahrain in Australia. Mm. It's going to be a painful one for McLaren. I think year. so. It's, it's encouraging in one regards that um, both Norris and Ricardo still seem to be very close to each other this year in terms of their pace as opposed to last year. It's just a shame it's at the back. That uh, that new contract for um, <laughs> Norris worried me when he signed it. Mm. And... Uh, I think even Jensen Button was speaking today saying that he didn't understand why he signed that at all. Oh, really? But Yeah. That's not some exit clauses. I hope so, because uh, it's in our four years, McLaren. Mm-hmm. Which is such a shame, considering how well they've done the last two. Yeah. To now be where they are. It just depends if it's something that can be turned around sort of by, say, mid-season, or if you're talking another year or two years to get it back. That's yes. a full reset to me. Mm. Mm. Ricardo did say he wouldn't be surprised if they won a race this year. But I think <laughs> I would be at this point. <laughs> so I don't know where his optimism's coming from. Yeah. But I remember a lot of people saying during practice like their car looked really simple and they think that they've been really clever and all this. And then it kind of mm. turned up the first ways and went, oh, they're probably too simple. Probably made a mess of this. Yes, yeah, I was one of those who said McLaren looked like they could be potential title contenders this year. <laughs> We're all sucked in. Mm. So, are we all excited for the Australian Grand Prix this year? What time is it? Mm. Six o'clock in the morning, I think it starts here. I remember the days. Not, not too bad. Yeah, didn't it used to be early? It used to be like two or three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Because I always used to stay up and watch it. Yeah. When you couldn't record things, you had to watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. I, I had been a VHS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I accidentally yeah. record over your mum's Touched by an Angel episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely raging. Uh, yeah. Speaking from experience there, Colin. Yeah. Oh, she got me with one. I'm raging about it. <laughs> WWF Survivor Series 2001. Wow, that's specific. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, WWF versus Alliance for what company survives. 10 person tag team match so 9 people make their entrance The Rock's making his entrance and the second he steps in the ring it cuts to an episode of Touched by an Angel which you have recorded <laughs> over it I don't know I what Touched fear- by an Angel is oh it's a, it was a programme where people were touched by angels mm. um, <laughs> basically a, a person had like a garden angel that came down and turned her life around or something oh. it was one of those nonsense everyone like 
yeah lifestyle or whatever that channel is one of those crappy tv shows so yeah <laughs> those were the days but completely your track basically four drs zones yeah i know four bloody drs zones that's just mad where are those first straight second straight after the first chicane <laughs> yeah yeah and you've got one round the old back straight which used to go into the well it does go into that the fast left right Mm-hmm. And, and then, then just an that. exit the left, right? Yeah. It's not a track. There's a lot of overtaking on normally. No, but it's. I'm curious to see how these changes take effect to the track itself. Not so much the DRS, but it's meant to be a faster, more flowing, and wider track. Mm. But will that actually make the racing better? We won't know till we see. Let's find out. I've always enjoyed mm. the race there because normally it's the first three years right hand, so therefore yeah. it's full mm. of drama and unreliability and unpredictable results. And the car sets up K Mag Podium. K Mag Podium. Uh, apparently, yeah. the car setup <laughs> is quite different to other circuits, which always brings up some mm. anomalies. But now it's not that. Now it's like the third race of the year. Will it be mm. just as unpredictable? Let's hope so. What I always liked about it was turn one. Because there was normally something mad happened there at the start of the race, and it was always a big disappointment where mm. everyone got through clean. Yeah, like, I got yeah. up at seven in the morning to watch a massive crash there, and nothing <laughs> happened. Well, she might fly over Barrichello. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's wider as well. That's been widened oh. out that corner. So. Yeah. But once again, I'm not sure how much difference it's going to make. Oh, I'm a bit. Yeah, I'm a bit dubious myself. And will it be in Basically the Formula One game? Probably not. <laughs> not for four years <laughs> yeah you've got what turn one maybe overtaking turn three is normally the one where people do but that's the uh, Alonso and Martin Brundle flying corner uh, yeah. Yeah. so it's not a safe one uh, there was never much in the chicane before the fast straight not that I can remember you know the real slow awkward one yeah you occasionally got someone but it was usually someone who was much quicker rather than mm. a, a fighting overtake yeah and then you're maybe looking at 13 if they can yeah. follow through the fast bit now yeah that's what we have to see because it was always quite tight through there wasn't it so people mm. would always fall back quite a lot before I think they banked that corner as well this year mm. oh. so that been I think I'm pretty sure they were adding banking to 13 and 14 so there's going to be a camera to it that's weird. Mm. It'd be good, though. It's just good to see Australia back, though, after, was it three years or two years since we've had one? Well, yeah, it was mid-weekend that it got cancelled for COVID. Uh, it was just before Friday practice, wasn't it? Because McCarn pulled out because mm. the team member got COVID. Mm. And everyone yeah. else was going to continue. Christian Horner was being his usual self. <laughs> and then about two hours later, everyone pulled out. Did, did yeah. you see on... Twitter for some reason. People were resharing the twenty twenty tweet saying Australian Grand Prix cancelled. It got me. <laughs> I was like, Oh no, not really? I clicked the link no, and it's like, Oh, twenty twenty. I remember a few months ago seeing a video where all the McLaren team mechanics, there was like eight of them, who all got locked in mm. a Melbourne hotel room for like three weeks after it because they all got COVID that weekend and like nobody knew what was happening. So I think they were all in an each in a room sealed room they weren't allowed outside um, and they'll be I think basically Andreas Seidel bought them all playstations oh right uh, 
but they said it was awful being stuck in a hotel room for like two and a half weeks yeah mm. I think they were allowed out on like scheduled runs around the pool so they were like monitored oh, the full yeah. way and I remember them talking because nobody knew what it was back then it was mad that weekend true mm. but yeah I'm glad Australia's back it's always fun home win for the honey badger it would be interesting but I mean there's one odds on that <laughs> So, predictions then? Oh, the best bit. Yeah, I can't remember what it did since it was three weeks ago. I said science, but I was wrong for Saudi. <laughs> I'm going to say science to win this one. Leclerc and Verstappen mm. break down or hate each other. Science Let's throw another one out there. Perez. Yeah, right. It's tossing. To go alternate, those are the two options, though. Hmm. <laughs> I'll go Leclerc. Predictable. And probably uh, correct. Yep. yep. You know me. I have to say that one thing I've noticed so far with the Ferraris, I don't know if you two agree with this, but I think Science's Ferrari looks so much nicer with those illuminous yellow strips on it. Oh, I've done that. It just reminds me much more of the old Alasian Burger days. <laughs> that is a throwback. Uh, no, no, the Ferrari. Oh, sorry, yeah, well, about Because they had the illuminous yellow strips, or one of them did, I think. Oh, I see, I don't know that. Damn. Yeah, it just looks much nicer. Hmm. I, I, I do like them on uh, Hamilton's Mercedes as well. Yeah. Yeah, true. I'm with you on that. I've got to sit on the back, but not the Ferrari. Mm. I'll keep my steel. Hmm. So, should be a good weekend. Hmm. And we'll be back probably on time next week for a review. Yeah. Mm. Any, any more from you guys? Hopefully no, we can do a, a British Tommy Car preview soon, but otherwise all good on the Formula mm. front. Yes. And we are going to Las Vegas next year. Oh, yes. Oh, did you see the video getting the drivers to react to the news? Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> it's one of those ideas of straight-up paper and is, is oh, well, far too long and it's too cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's a, a race limit for next year, so someone's going. Mm. Another, it's a Formula E style track. Mm. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least the nighttime shots. So it's on a Saturday night here. True, yeah. It's going to yeah, be about weird. midnight, one o'clock in the morning or something. No, it's going to be like midnight their time, so it's going to be on here really early. It'll be a four o'clocker. Mm. So. That'll be good. At least it'll look good with the skyline, but yeah, we'll see for that actual race. Oh, it's amazing if, if you have the Las Vegas That's a really, it's a big coup. Yeah. But it will be judged on if the racing is any good. And I'm not convinced at this moment in time that the layout no. is appropriate. The event will be awesome, the race will be tragic. <laughs> tragic is probably the wrong word, actually. That's, no, that's not like, going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see you next week. Ta-ta. Ta-ta for now.